This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, Ross Tucker in just a moment. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. As we line up, Ross, did you watch his uh, his version of his meeting with Taylor Swift? I did not. No, I did not see this. They're, they're from the same hometown. How how has this not come up before now? I didn't know I, this. I don't know. I usually, I often bring her name up. So I don't, I guess uh, <laughs> I haven't with Ross. I don't I know. know. I didn't know this about the hometown thing. Yeah, I, he he said hello to her on the field after the game. And she recognized him. That's, that's, that's pretty good, right? That's nice. Yeah, that is, that's nice. He had a picture, Ross said he had a picture of her dad with his daughter. Is that that right, Ross? You the Taylor Swift story. You had a picture. You have a picture of her father with your daughter. Yeah, basically. I, um, you know, for Westwood One, it's pretty cool. I, I love the conference championship game being on the sideline because after the trophy ceremony, you know, because they're a partner of the NFL, I am inside the ropes. I'm right standing next to the steps where the guys are going to come down after the trophy ceremony. Not many people are allowed in there. Taylor Swift was allowed in that area. So it turned out that I was, I don't know, six or seven feet away from her maybe. And um, I've, I've met her and talked to her twice, but it was 2007 and 2015. So it's a, a long time ago. And, you know, I, and I, I didn't I didn't have a beard back then, any of that stuff. So I guess I was just thinking, well what can I even what can I even say, you know, um that's not awkward. But uh <laughs> you know, she's from my hometown, I feel like I need to say something. And I and I talked to her dad and I'm pretty friendly with her dad, so I I guess I had a good idea. I I pulled up a picture on my phone of my daughters and uh, her dad at her concert in Philly in uh, in May, and I held it up like you know, and I'm a pretty big guy, and and I showed her. I said, I showed her. I said Taylor, and I was holding up the phone, and she looked at it. Obviously, she recognized her dad, and I said, uh, I'm Ross Tucker from Why Missing, and I'm pretty good friends with your dad. She looks at me, and it was really funny. She goes, Oh yeah. I know you. I, I know you. And, and I was like, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I talked to your dad. Big missed opportunity for me to not say right back to her, I know you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. A, a given, oh, but cool. yes. 
Yes. And then she was with um, she was with Kelsey's parents, and I know uh, I know Ed Kelsey, um, their dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just said, Ed, what's up, man? Ross Tucker. And he's like, you know, I thought you looked familiar, but with the hat, I didn't recognize you. I'm like, eh. so like, yeah, that was my only interaction with Taylor, and I moved on to Ed because. I don't know what else I can say to Taylor at that point. You know, I kind of, I kind of made the connection, and she said she knew me, and that's right. all I needed. That's you all know, you needed. I got to get out of it. Definitely get out of that. Are. Yeah, get out of that faster. <laughs> get out of that faster than staying too long. Better to get out of that too soon than too late. So always. solid, solid. Always, move there. always, always. Right? right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That, it's a, it's a positive interaction. <laughs> right. You know, I made the connection about the hometown and the dad. And now, uh, who knows, if I ever see her again, now she probably will really remember me because now she knows what I look like with the beard, and she'll remember that I'm the guy that showed the picture of her dad with my daughters, and it was cool. And also knows your future father-in-law. So, like, that, or her, her future father-in-law, excuse me. Uh, yeah, so that's who helpful. Knows, who knows? Who knows? I, yeah. I will say this. It is so cool to be, you know, in that, like, in that moment when all these guys are having one of the best moments of their lives and then their family members come, it's a really special, cool thing, which I think you guys know how I feel about it. It's why I want more, as many people to experience that as possible. Yeah. Right. Like that's why, you know, doesn't, I don't really care that much. doesn't really affect my life that much, but I would have preferred if Baltimore and Detroit won so that more guys could experience that feeling. Hey, we yeah. won the conference championship. We are going to the Super Bowl. But, you know, there's new Chiefs every year. You know, Drew Tranquil, the linebacker, was all excited. And they're just really, really impressive, obviously. But it's really cool to be able to interview Mahomes and Andy Reid. Andy was really cool. I know him pretty well. So, um, it was great. It was awesome. I, I was, I've been waiting to ask you guys this. Did people in Buffalo want Baltimore to beat the Chiefs because they're sick of the Chiefs and they want the Chiefs to lose? Yes. Or does it somehow make Bills fans feel better that the Chiefs beat the Ravens? Because it's almost like, yeah, well, see, Baltimore couldn't do it either. None of us can beat them. They're just that good. Well, I'll go first here because I, I, we talked a bit about this on Friday because I woke up Friday with that exact thought. I do not want Lamar Jackson and the Ravens to do something that Josh Allen and Sean McDermott and the Bills have not been able to do. We've already got Burrow that's done it once, uh, beating them in the AFC title game in 21. I, I, don't, I don't want anybody else in the AFC elevating like that. If somebody's going to beat them, I want it to be our guys. So I was on – I was rooting for – you know, my plucky underdog Chiefs on, on Sunday, Ross, because of that. Got it, Mike? Uh, I was all about Baltimore. I've just really enjoyed that team, and I'll I'll take what you said, too. I, I wanted it for Jackson. Do I have the right to be furious at them for losing this game? Like, with as well as their defense did, everybody's talking about how pass-happy they got. I mean, did that make any sense? Well, I think that they – found themselves in the unusual situation of being down two scores at halftime 
and the Chiefs really controlled the time of possession in the first half. There weren't that many possessions, and I don't think the Ravens handled it very well. Um, I thought they got outcoached, and if I played for the Ravens, I'd be very, very upset that it felt like we we went down not playing our game. Right. In other words, like it's one thing if you lose, but I would want to have at least felt like we played our game. And I was just surprised with how well Buffalo ran it the week before that Baltimore didn't run it more with Gus Edwards, didn't have more design quarterback runs. I mean, really, I thought Spagnolo clearly outcoached Todd Munkin, who I think is a good coach, but it's just unbelievable. I mean, they, they are that team where you really got to play your best game, and it seems like there's a strong tendency for teams to have errors and miscues against the, the, the Chiefs that they don't have. I mean, like the Zay Flowers fumble, Lamar with one of the worst interceptions in NFL playoff history. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, the strip sack earlier, they certainly had their chances. And what, what I think is really interesting, I feel very strongly that this is the second year in a row where the Chiefs beat the best team in pro football. Like, I, I really think the Eagles were the best team last year. I mean, they were awesome. Like, they were just awesome. Loaded both sides of the ball. Terrific. But they were up by 10 at halftime in the Super Bowl. But they had the, the critical fumble by Hertz, return for a touchdown by Bolton. And the Chiefs made adjustments at halftime that the Eagles didn't. And the Chiefs won. Because, I think there's a couple reasons. But one of which is, I've talked to you guys about this before. I don't know if it's conscious or subconscious, but the Chiefs are at the point now where Brady and Belichick were with the Patriots that though there's a there's like an underpinning there where the guys on that team fully expect to win. You know, like they went into that AFC Championship game in Baltimore, like even though the Ravens were the better team, the Ravens have been the best team all year, the Chiefs had no doubt in their mind they were going to win that game. And I think that's a major combination of their recent playoff success and having Mahomes as your quarterback because the guy is incredible. And I think we're to the point now where I think it rubs off a little bit on the other team, you know, where it's like late in the game, you know, there's young players for the Ravens, like Zay Flowers or whoever, I mean, for Zay Flowers, taunting. Mahomes has been going to conference championship games since Zay Flowers was in 10th grade. You know, it's like, this is like, <laughs> he, he's watched this movie a lot. He's seen this happen a lot. The, the, uh, the Chiefs win. That's how the, that's how the movie ends. The Chiefs win. Mahomes makes the critical play. And now he's on the other side of it. And I think that that, I think there's something there. That taunting penalty, I know the fumble too, but like, what are you doing knowing all that you've just said? It just ever, but and that, man, that penalty, come on, you know, well, get no, it done they, first. And that's the thing too. People, people make stupid mistakes against the Chiefs that they wouldn't do otherwise. Like Van Noy, Van Noy's been in the league forever. 
and people didn't like that they called that, you can't come from distance and be an escalator or an aggravator. You're coming from distance into a fray. They need to believe that you're a peacemaker. Van Hoy was it was just stupid. Yep. And it, it probably cost them three points, which were a major difference. You know, you have you lose the turnover battle. That's the thing that's so crazy, right? The Ravens were like plus thirteen on the year and the Chiefs were minus twelve. That's the worst statistic in the NFL. It's it, it's not it's not predictive. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's great. All that matters is the turnover ratio in that game that day. And they were minus three, and obviously it had a major, major impact on them. There's a lot of luck in that, as you're saying. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. There's a lot more to talk about from that game and all, all your bigger points, just the psychology Next year, it just gets harder, I, I guess. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to go any longer on the Chiefs, though. <laughs> like, it's it's uh, enough with the Chiefs, right? I mean, they're... So what, well, just before I forget, what do you guys... Like, what do you think most Buffalo fans want to have happen in the Super Bowl? That they lose. They lose, yeah. Okay, so now, now that it's not an AFC team... You want the Niners to beat them. I, I think, I mean, I didn't take your question like I should have. Bulldog did. He was the guy to ask of us because of how he felt last week. Our morning show did a poll. And wasn't it like 90% Baltimore? Yeah. That yeah, were... I, I, yeah I, I think, I, I don't think I represent anywhere near a majority of Bills fans. A majority of Bills fans want Kelsey and Mahomes and probably Taylor Swift swept off the face of the earth as soon as possible. Uh, so, so like I, 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 I admittedly somewhat convolutedly like got to, I'd like them to win, uh, cause it's, it shines a better light on our guys who can't get it done either. Um, it, you know, but I, I know I think Bill's fans in general and even me, like I'm, I'm all go Niners in the Super Bowl. I, the, the chiefs can, can eat it now. They, they, you know, I just didn't want Lamar to get it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I was just, I was just curious. Bills fans, feel free to hit me up at Ross Tucker NFL with uh, with how you feel about it. But yeah, that that makes sense. I am a little bit surprised it was ninety percent one in Baltimore because I would think more people would have felt like you, Bulldog, in the yeah. sense that it would be painful to see the Ravens beat them because then it would be like that could have been us. Well, of course. Instead, it's like, okay, well, maybe just nobody can beat them. So there's nothing we could have done. Look, they even won against the number one seed in Baltimore. Yeah. Well, of course, I mean, we, we've known this and had our own thoughts and had, had conversations about it, but it's just another way of, of putting it. It's just one more year where everybody else in the conference, if not the league, depending on what happens in Las Vegas, comes up short. And you only get so many. So you've got at least Burrow got there the one time, but you've got him, Allen, Jackson. You're adding C.J. Stroud to this list. Justin Herbert exists. Watson, if you want him. Tua was a story, and that's like half the conference. That you know, is there room? Some of these guys, for as much for as legacy driven quarterback as quarterback talk is, some of these guys are just going to have what probably will be great careers, Ross, and just never see the trophy. Yeah, honestly, as you say all that. Um, I, I've been very clear. I, I would have loved to see some new blood, but I also try to appreciate greatness because it is just so hard 
to do what they're doing. It's so hard. I mean, it's incredible what the Bills of the 90s did going to four Super Bowls. It is so hard to do what they're doing, and it's really, really impressive. And, and talking with Andy and Mahomes after the game, I asked them both about you know having to win two road games, and you could tell that was like they were happy about that. Like mm-hmm. That was a major motivating factor to like show they could do that, to show that they could, you know, because everybody's saying they couldn't. It was like they were glad that they went to Buffalo and went to Baltimore and had to win it that way. And they're just a very, very impressive organization all the way around. And it's incredible how often he makes the clutch play and doesn't make the mistake. And the Kelsey thing is really wild because, felt like all year he had taken a step back or lost a step. And now it's like, it, I mean, it's just the guy's like unstoppable when it, it, it's just crazy. That first drive, it bo- it bothered me that Jackson looked to slide on second and nine on the second play of the game a- a- after barely crossing the line of scrimmage. I mean, let's, you just got to go all out here. And all, what, what was that? And then on that Kansas city, the answer, the great Kelsey catch, from a great pass. I mean, fourth and two, I think that was. And then the touchdown. I mean, what do you even do on that play? So Kansas City's game pretty much throughout. The other game was very interesting, too. Of course, you know, like the conversation has been about Dan Campbell. I, I want to have his back. I think, you know, um, justifiable, maybe to say the least. Yeah. But not everybody agrees. Yeah, you you said a minute ago, Ross, talking about you know, like the, the Ravens. They, like they, they, The players probably feel like they went out not playing their game. At least the Lions, like they they did. If, if they had not gone for it on those fourth downs and lost, then I think then you've got heat, more heat on the coach, in my opinion. At least they yeah, they did what point. they do. Yeah, that's a good point. I think Bulldog. Um, you know, I wrote about this for my column for the thirty third team this week, and uh, talked about it today on, on my show, the Ross Tucker Podcast. Um, a couple things I, I think are really important. Anybody that talks about, like, the analytics as if it's, like, universal and it's, like, the Bible and every team's reading from the same book, they don't know what they're talking about. And every decision in an NFL game or any football game, I guess, is like a snowflake. It's different. And so I always wonder, and I've been texting with some head of analytics for different teams, their thoughts on those decisions – because I want to know, is it, is it just like, hey, that's who we are? We're going to be aggressive. We're going to go for it. Or do they have an analytics guy saying, hey, fourth and two at the 28, that's a go for us. You know, the, the numbers say we should go. And if that's the case, well, then is it just because it's fourth and two at the 28? Or are they taking into account they don't have a great kicker? Are they taking account how much time's left on the clock? I, I had an issue with the first one because even if you convert, let's say Reynolds catches the ball, there's still a pretty good chance you kick a field goal on that drive. And- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Even if you get the touchdown on that drive, you're still up three scores. Whereas the downside of if you don't convert and you don't get the field goal, you're only up two scores. And so, man, I I thought they should have tried the the field goal there. Um, Now, it's easy to say in hindsight, the guy was open, he dropped it. And that's the thing that I take away from that game or anything else. That was really painful to watch. I mean, that might have been the biggest meltdown I've ever seen on that stage. And I don't remember all the plays from the Bills comeback against the Oilers. <laughs> but I feel like I remember the Bills making a lot of really good plays in that game. I mean, the drops by Reynolds, the fumble by Gibbs, the interception off the face mask. I mean, it just felt like the Lions really sort of peed down their leg. And uh, that was painful to watch. Like, I'm not not from Detroit. I'm not a Lions fan. I definitely wanted them to win the game. But that that was literally painful for me to watch. Thank you, Ross. Well, what a cool uh, Sunday that was for you. Are you going to Vegas? I am, yes. I'll be there uh, Sunday to Thursday doing all my shows, the Raw Tucker football podcast and the Even Money betting podcast and stuff. I was supposed to be there through Friday, but um, my daughters have the uh, the daddy-daughter dance. It's Friday night at their new school. All right. So, like, I'm not missing that. So, I'm coming back on the red eye Thursday night so I can go to the nice. daddy-daughter dance Friday. And then, interestingly... I'll actually be in um, in studio for CBS on Sunday during the Super Bowl in New York City, just in case you know there's a power issue or something in Las Vegas. So, all right, uh, pre- yeah, pretty unlikely you'll you'll see me or hear me. But um, you know, there's been I guess there was a, at the Super Bowl like ten years ago in New Orleans, but there have been other games you know in recent years where there's been a power issue. So. Kudos to CBS for making sure, you know, they have a backup option just in case the worst-case scenario happens. You're like the Secretary of Agriculture during the State of the Union. Somebody has to not be there. So the Secretary, maybe, I'm not sure if it's always the Secretary of Agriculture, but 
on, on TV it was once on the West Wing. Is that right? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, like somebody has to be like available in case the worst case scenario happens at the, you know. That's I, I think that's, that's probably you. smart uh smart contingency planning. I've never yeah. been compared to the Secretary of Agriculture before, <laughs> but uh hopefully he or she is a uh, the real stud. Yeah. Yes. Well, Mitch. just as we wrap here, like how liberal can Mike and I be with now we know Taylor Swift? Oh, we don't. We don't know Taylor Swift. <laughs> you guys? I yes. think I think what you could say is our our good friend Ross Tucker, who we talk to every week, is basically besties with Taylor Swift. Right, I, I would, that's how I would phrase it. I, would, I was sort of already on that space on the board when it came to the Kelseys because of Eric Wood. Because Eric like has known them, family friends for a long time, uh, from Ohio, and played at Cincinnati. Like he so, sort of, uh, I feel like I know Ed a little bit, but... You know, this we we we're, we've moved up another notch here. All these connections, I, I'm very proud. Yes, yes. Right. it's, it's, it's <laughs> nice. Ve- nice in life to know people who. Talk to you next week know in people. Vegas. Thank you, Ross. All right. See you, man. That is uh, NFL Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice, Men Have Skin Two, and by Northwest Bank for what's next. Get started at Northwest.com. We can talk Sunday. We can talk draft. We're doing both. Eight oh three oh five fifty. To be a part of it, Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, WGR. Bobby and I have been together a number of years, going back to our time together in Carolina. And, you know, his dad was with us for a number of years here. And good family. Bobby's a good coach. He's developed players. And I think when you evaluate a coach, it's are you taking what you have and making it better? It doesn't get any need to get any more complex than that. And Bobby's done that. Sean McDermott, after the season ended, talking about the man he promoted to defensive coordinator today, Bobby Babbage. There's Bob and there's Bobby, the father of the son. Want a trivia question? Sure. It is about the Chiefs. It's about Mahomes, but I still want to ask it. Okay. I'm getting texts. Like we came, it came out talking to Ross. Like, you know, you said the face of the earth line. Like I'm, I'm getting texts. Enough. <laughs> but he, he had a pretty cool interaction there, so sorry. Um, for sure, yeah. And I and look, I'm, I get, I, I get, I get that reaction. Um, I'm, I think, I and mean, then you're somewhat like minded, maybe not about them right now specifically, um, but I, dynasties are generally good. You know, like I, it, it, even even if you hate them and root against them, like that, that's a meter mover. I'd rather care than not care. Yes. So, I, I am the same way. I said that, I think, maybe last week, talking about that game or some game like it, where, like, I have room for Kansas City because I think it's interesting when, in sports, a player or a team comes along that brings out questions about their greatness all time. And so I, I like when that happens. You know, I, I appreciate, um, this is leaving the Bills out of it, I appreciate Ross's point about wanting to see new people experience championships mm-hmm. and championship games, but um, they're kind of all the same to me. Like I, I, I want interesting content, like discussions from sports. Yeah. It's what yeah. it's a it's most of why I love sports is how that come that comes to the surface. And when it's two random teams, you know, other sports especially, uh, it doesn't. Do as much for me. I'll put it mm-hmm. like that. Doesn't do yeah. as much for me. 
Patrick Mahomes' winning percentage in the playoffs is 14 and 3. That is, or that's his record. His winning percentage is 82%. Mm-hmm. Only one quarterback since Bart Starr has a better playoff winning percentage than Mahomes. I assume we're leaving out a quarterback who might be, well, could a quarterback be 1 and 0? Because you're playing the next week. I don't know. Maybe this doesn't even have a minimum number of starts attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, to be, unless it's 100%, to be above 82%, you would need to play at least six games. Like, if you were 4-1, and one, you'd be below 82%. You'd be 80%. Right. And as, as it happens, this quarterback went 5-1 and one in his career in the playoffs. Can you think of who that might be? Could that be Joe Flacco? Uh, no, but in a sense, you're close, maybe. Oh, Trent Dilfer? Dilfer, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Five and one. He went one and one, I think, with Tampa Bay, his original team, and then four and oh with the Ravens in uh in two thousand. Only quarterback I think it's it's Star, Dilfer, and maybe like uh Sid Luckman, who have better playoff win win rates than Mahomes. Well that's that uh, that's enough of that. Yeah. That's right. enough of that. I wonder. I wonder how good Montana was before Kansas City. Oh, I mean, there, there, there had to be lo- there losses there too. But they lost in eighty. What year was it in Washington? Um, eighty two or eighty three? They lost one in Washington. He got blown out by the Giants in uh, like eighty seven. The the Leonard Marshall game. He lost that. Right. Right. So a lot of wins, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, four yeah. four rings. That's already too many losses, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> like maybe maybe something, including Kansas City, maybe something like eighteen and six. Yeah. I want to say something like that. I'm going to look that up now. I want to know how close that is. Hmm. I want to bring up the Lions again. Is that all right? Sure. Like everything's every topic is kind of a headache. I wouldn't blame anybody for like, oh, Taylor Swift, oh, fourth down. Uh, it just It's all kind of insufferable at this point. There are a couple things about... Like, I, love the ta- I love the Taylor Swift stuff. Okay, fine. I, mean, <laughs> I just find it just endlessly hilarious. That was fun with Trista today. Like, all right, who wants to tell, you, who wants to tell me that the Chiefs just had to be in the Super Bowl? I don't know why they have to win now because, you know, ratings, money, Trista's whole campaign... <laughs> Since Taylor Swift showed up on the scene in Kansas City, it was like, right. yeah, this is just a money grab. Well, why? If you think you think that again, logical progression, take it all the way. They're going to play in the Super Bowl. We should have known. We should not even right. have considered that they would lose. Right. I guess. I don't know. I'm like 95 percent kidding, not 100. I shouldn't have been nervous going into that game against Kansas City because it was obvious they were going to lose. It was fated to happen. So I mean, I should have just accepted it. I, that would have been the smart move. All right, I'm sorry. So what about the Lions? Well, I've got two points, and I'd like to hear how you feel about both of these. One is maybe it was around this time yesterday. We took a call from a, a, a fan who made the point that you hear that I hear a lot. Well, it's the playoffs, though. It's yeah. one thing in the regular season to be this bold, aggressive, whatever, reckless, if you don't like it, which you might call it. It's another in the playoffs, though. I fail to comprehend the logic behind that. It's all, all all that math is about your chances of winning a given game. It has nothing to do with any other game you're playing. So whether it's week one 
or the Super Bowl, it still serves the same purpose to me. How do I best? How do I, you know, best uh, give myself a chance to win the mm-hmm. game? How, how do I do that? What should I do here that right. gives me the best chance of winning? Why would that be less of a thing in the playoffs? It should even if it's anything, it's more. Yeah. It's just more crucial. I, I think because my my guess is this a part of the question like what why do you, why do why do people end up there why do we hear that so often um, I think because anxiety levels are ratcheted way up when the playoffs are here and so people who naturally want to be more careful are going to be even more careful and therefore more critical if they think reckless um, it, that, I think that's that's it it's just it's it's the stakes are higher, so you're, it's emotional that you don't want to take the chance to begin with, and that's only amplified by being in the bigger stage. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't hold water to me if you believe in it and that this is how you think you get, you get the best chance to win by playing like that, by going for it like that, and you've done it, you're nowhere near the spot you're in to begin with. If you haven't played like that all year, then you keep playing that way. Right. I, I mean, I just, it doesn't make... But I understand it. I mean, it's more, you know, it's just more anxiety, and that just gets ratcheted up. Yeah, a, a caller yesterday maybe also made a poker comparison, and I was thinking about blackjack for this. Like, I've seen this at a casino, and it probably has been me. Two although blackjack references in one day. Look at you. What was the other one? Earlier with Trista, the, the hand of cards. at the. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, you know, you have only so much money at the table and, you know, the strategy of blackjack, there are times when you want to double your bet. So you get, you put a bigger bet out, maybe you're just sort of, for whatever reason, you have a bigger bet out than normal. And I I can remember times when I'd be like, I don't want to have to double this, right? Cause I'm say I'm betting a hundred dollars on one hand of blackjack. Now I'm going to be in a situation where I probably should double it. And I only have so much. Like, that's a high, too high of a percentage of my bankroll. Mm-hmm. But you got to do it. Because that's what, to win, you've got you've got to make the bigger bet. And if the odds are with you, you get, you know, an, an a 11 against a 10 or something, or even something against a 6, something more obvious, you, you got to do it. Um, sometimes in blackjack, you end up splitting hands and end up playing four hands. And then it's like, oh, my God, I need an ATM in the middle of the hand. But it's it's about the odds. Like you said, it's about do you believe in this or don't you? And that's it can be the end of it, it can be most of it, but it wouldn't be less important in the bigger spots. And that's kind of what that other question implies. This too, this is a different point. Uh a guy I look up to in the fantasy space is a guy named Denny Carter. He's never been on our show, he's with NBC. I've met him, and he has been tweeting about this a little bit. And he made a point about these. His quote was, "There's a certain percentage of football fans who love field goals and punts." With Denny, sometimes I'm not sure if he's being sarcastic or what, but I do think he's right if he if he meant that, in the sense that what's one thing that's great about football and talking about it is the decision making stuff. That's what fuels us. Mm-hmm. As I've said many times over the years, we don't spend a lot of time talking about whether. You know, somebody should have come down with a pass. Sometimes. Should he have caught it? Digs. <laughs> it's instead, right, like that's an easy one. Right. Instead, we don't talk about should he have caught it. We talk about should he have thrown it. 
Right. Should they have thrown it? Should they have run it? Should they have kicked it? Should the coach have called for it? Yeah. All right. of it. Right. That's the stuff that, that goes beyond the athletic part of, of watching the sport that is so – it's invaluable to football. It, and if if football becomes, well, we're never going to punt because we shouldn't. We have numbers that tell us that. Never punt. Always go for two. Way less interesting. Yes. I think the equivalent is baseball with bunting and steals where they figured out that that wasn't helping them win games. So they put it in a box. And now we're just we're going to try to hit a home run. Every time up, we feel like what's best is to try to hit a home run. And it got really boring. And and all this stuff toward going for it, two points, it's all it's all based on the numbers or else they wouldn't do it. Like as and as many people as there are mocking it, the only reason anybody's doing it is because it's backed by statistics. But if everybody does it always, we're we're gonna lose out on that mm-hmm. decision. Then it's then your basketball. You take the ball out after a, a whistle and you're trying to score. There's never a possession in basketball where you're not trying to score. You're never like sort of they, they, there's a press and a trap and you're around midcourt. You just throw it. You punt it. You just throw it down there Let, because then they have to come the entire length of the court to score. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Every single possession you are trying to score a basket, and there's never there's no punts in basketball, and and that's where you end up if there's no decision. You lose a lot. It's one of the most interesting things about football is the decision. And this is just one form of it. And so I don't know if we'll ever get with this sport to teams will never punt. I mean, it's, it's just universal. Yeah, I, 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 I doubt if it happens. It... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseballs and boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Probably won't be during our careers or maybe even our lifetimes, Yeah, I would say. But, it, but you know, I mean – that's an excellent point. I mean, the we've we've I think we've been over this you know over the years many times. Like the less interesting it becomes, like that that is in no way good for for you know discussion um, because if everyone agrees, like what so what are we doing? Like I, like I miss yelling at you about the fourth down stuff. 
But, you know, I have eyes and a brain. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I mean, I just, You I should could, apologize. I, I could have stayed where I was 10 or 15 years ago and we'd still be yelling at each other, but I, you know, I I don't know, I'd be I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I just like Remember that, too. We want to have these sort of, you know, arguments because it's just it helps to make it interesting. Uh, everybody's doing the same thing. Then baseball is really a great example of that. It's not like, you know, they just got stuck with the shift and everything. They just got stuck. Like, they, everything, all the teams were trying to do the best they could to win. That's what this is. It, it happens in football that this kind of thing is entertaining. You know, baseball, what got lost from baseball were th- like punting is not entertaining in and of itself. It's just, ooh, I wonder if I would have done that. Should they have yeah. done that? Let's go right. to Twitter. Let's go. Let's call in, and that's just, it's just big. All right, eight oh three oh five fifty to comment. Let's take a break. Mike Show open the Bulldog WGR. Welcome back. We'd love to have you call in, join the discussion. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Mike Show open the Bulldog here. This may not be a question for you, but mm. here it comes. I'll take it anyways. You have that one uh, time where you make fun of me that gets replayed all the time about my spreadsheet with all the fantasy rosters. <laughs> sure. I think right. you said 3,000 maybe. Y- yeah. So it's not that bad, but I'm at the time of year where I'm analyzing my dynasty teams. I think it's 15. And so I'm entering team. Like I was doing this earlier today, entering rosters into a new spreadsheet I'm making. I know it's a, it's a, it's a great, you're all jealous. <laughs> And I just, I guess this is a question for you. Ladies, calm down. He's taken. That's right. (laughs) I mean, some of you might be able to relate. You ever have a roster so bleak you can't even literally type it in? That it's just, I'm just going to not. I I started to do one, and the quarterbacks on this team are, it's a two-quarterback league, so this is even worse for me. Justin Fields, DeVito, (laughs) Bajent, and Carson Wentz. Right, like one of those guys definitely will be in the league this year. I, you hope, you hope. The, fields, uh, the the other three might. You know, it's conceivable they could not have jobs. I think it's better than fifty fifty. None of them starts a single game, like you're saying. Even fields? No, no, not fields. The other three. Okay, the other three. Yeah, right, right. The other three. Right. Then I just frantically scroll down to IR to see if I have. Oh, good, I have cousins. But <laughs> why? Why type it in? Right. Why just? Why even type it in? Just move on. <laughs> just, just leave it. It's, it's, a, it's like a deserted motel in a small town. Yeah, just, just, just like just, the E uh, fell off. Whatever, the sign. whatever happened to that play? I don't know. I haven't seen the owners in years. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, 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 they just. I, I I heard they moved to Utah. I don't know what happened. They stopped paying their bills. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's kind of what that feels like. How um how is the uh, scaling back? Uh, idea like is uh, are you holding firm? Are you already getting snowed under? Like how is that going? I'd, I'd say in between. Definitely not snowed under. Um, no, like Underdog opened its big tournament stuff, and I haven't touched that yet because I don't really feel that prepared. I wanted. It comes down to whether I'll actually do this. Like if I do this, then I'm all in. I want to do my own rankings for the first time mm. because this time of year, I mean, people are drafting. And that's your edge. Like, if you are right with your own rankings, because the, the, the sort of the, the database isn't complete yet. People are just starting. Mm-hmm. And so you see big movement. By the time you get to August, it's all sort of 
played out and right. you know whether you're reaching or not. This is the time of year where you can you should be really reaching and taking chances. And I don't want to be doing that without sort of ranking guys myself. And so that's the step that needs to happen. Without doing that, I'm drafting just a couple to have something to do, you know, like gotcha. slow drafts. I've I've got three going. It's it's not exactly cutting yeah, <laughs> cutting cut, the cord. Yeah, no, but, it doesn't sound like it. But, it's yeah. just you know smaller stakes, nothing and, uh, and, too and dangerous. The, ra- the rankings would be um, I don't know that I, as your friend. I mean, that sounds ominous because if Uh-oh. you do that, then I think you're just maybe in this even to a larger extent than maybe you've ever been. Maybe I would probably publish them, yeah. you know, under the deep end or our show. Um, like Jamison Williams, just real quick. Jamison Williams in the early, very early drafts is just going like twelfth round, and I like him way more than that. Yeah, with the game he, the play, the, the touchdown he had two in San yeah. Francisco, right? Like he could be really good, and so I'm drafting him like in the eighth round because I think I should be. Just changes like that. But I don't have actual rankings in front of me doing that. I'm excited for him. That's going to be a, ver- a very popular Super Bowl pick next year. The Lions. That was electrifying. That that oh, first, that first catch and run. It, it was, holy cow! It was. It was. Time out here, and then we'll get to your calls at eight oh three oh five fifty if they come in. Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.